Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. Thank you all, first of all, for tuning in to Miss V, the Storyteller podcast. And I have someone here who is a complete delight. I met her, we do a meet and greet. And one of the things I like about her is her accent because she's from South Africa and that she's so easy breezy. And I love someone that's easy breezy. You know, they are the best people to have a conversation with. So with that said, Monica, please tell us about yourself. Hi, and thank you so much for having me. Um, it is really awesome to get to meet you and see the face behind the stories. Um, I am a coach for anxious first-time moms. Um, I help them to relax and enjoy motherhood without worrying about making mistakes the whole time. Good. So um, I know that you listen to the podcast, so I want to know when you were listening, what story resonated with you? What story are we going to talk about today? The The story that really resonated with me was Therapy Works. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as um, you all know, if you've listened to the story, that was a very difficult one for me to talk about. Um, some years ago, and I'll tell you a little bit about the story. You can also go over to my um, to Spotify, Apple, Google, and listen to the story itself. But it was a difficult time during my life. And basically, I share about how growing up that I didn't know that people of color went to therapy because I never heard of it. So because I was so shy and introverted, I lost my voice. I got it back, but I didn't know how to deal with problems and issues. I didn't learn how to deal with them properly. So I became overwhelmed and um, I joined my church and my church started to have um, therapy. They started to have counselors on staff. You could go and you could, and um, at the time there was no charge if you felt like you need therapy. But every Sunday I saw the commercial slash infomercial about it. And I was like, that's not for me. That's not for me. And every Sunday I blew it off, but my life was really literally going crazy and I wasn't handling it the proper way. And then one Sunday I looked up and there was a lady who said what I needed to hear. Basically, she was saying that, you know, she didn't think about therapy. She didn't think that people of color did therapy, but she glad that she went because it changed her life. And I said, I'm going to go. But I sat in that parking lot on that day of therapy and I really did not want to go in. I was debating and I finally got to the point where I said, you know what, if I go in, it doesn't work. All I've wasted was a couple of hours of my time. I go in, the secretary, she gives me form to fill out. I'm looking at this form like, what is this? Because I figured I was going to have to talk about daddy issues. 
but it was so many different things on the form and I filled it out. By the time I got to the office to where the therapist was, I just burst out crying. Everything that was in me just came out and I just start crying and I love her because she had soft music playing in the background and she looked me in my face and she grabbed my hands. And the first thing she did for me is she started to pray. And that is exactly what I needed. I needed her to pray for me and to pull me down and bring me down so that I can listen to what she said. And she gave me the best tools. And I use those tools today. And I'll give you just one little tool that she gave us, especially women. She said that we carry everything. And our bodies are not built to carry everything. We carry everything on our shoulders from our family, our children, uh, work. I mean, everything on our shoulders. And she said, your bodies are not built for that. We're not supposed to carry all of that. We only should carry the weight of whatever it is, that particular situation at the time. So it was such a great session. I went a couple of times and I've actually gone back for something different, not to her, but I had therapy again and it worked. So Monica, when you listen to the story, what were your thoughts on it? My heart really broke for you because I could really empathize. I've been in a similar situation, um, but what really resonated with me was when you said that as women, we are not meant to carry the weight of the world. And that is just so true. Like, I think on some level, we know we're not supposed to try and do everything, but there's so much pressure from society, whether you're a mommy or not, you always have to be perfect. You have to be this perfect woman, perfect wife, perfect daughter, perfect mom, perfect have a career um, and it's stressful and it's a lot of pressure and it's not doable it, it's 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 just not doable but then when you try and be everything and do everything and you can't live up to those expectations you now feel like a failure and that really impacts your mental health and it's so unfair because these expectations are unrealistic and we're doing it to ourselves. We really shouldn't be buying into society's picture of, of what a, a perfect woman, quote unquote, should be. Yeah, and um, I also, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but one on this particular part of what you were saying is we look at what the world says is perfect. The world tells us was perfect. And then we feed into that what the world said is perfect with the perfect um, eyebrows, you know, with the perfect lips are, with the perfect hair and all that stuff. And we feed into it instead of looking at ourselves and say, you know, I'm perfect just the way that I am. But go ahead. I think you were about to say something. Exactly. No, I agree with you 100%. I also just wanted to add on that. What I also like you mentioning was that you found someone to give you simple tools to help you deal with your situation because I feel often when someone is stuck in anxiety and depression it can feel so overwhelming and it feels like nobody can help you um, but actually when you get the courage to speak to someone about it not only is there a big chance that there's a simple solution or simple tools that can help you just by talking about it, it also lessens 
the enormity of the problem. It's not as big as it seemed to be in your mind. Um, and that for me was also quite powerful. Yeah, I just, you know, when I realized that I really needed to go to therapy and I think I did share this in the story. I picked someone because they had, our church has a website and it has the therapists and the counselors and it has their picture and it tells you about themselves. I went the whole road and I literally looked for someone that I knew I would not see in church because I felt like if I saw her in church, the first thing I was thinking is, oh my gosh, she knows all this stuff about me and she's judging me and whatever. So I... <laughs> purposely look for the person that I knew I would not see just for me not that she would because I don't believe that all therapists walk around remembering everything about all their clients I believe that literally before you go in you go in they pull out their paper and read their notes on you to remember you know just like your doctor he may know your face and all that but I don't think he remembers every little thing about you he has to like review it so that was all in my head but um, and I was so grateful because she went to a different service to me, and I think that a different service than me, and I think that really helped me because I knew I didn't have to see her. But I see her now, and I, you know, it's not even one of those things where it's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, you doing all right? All is well. So yeah. But do you have a story about something that happened to you where you're like, I, I think I might need therapy, or you know, I'm not handling handling this situation quite right and I need some help yes um so I grew up in the same area in the same house um and I we we didn't move anywhere and that was until the age of 21 when I decided to move provinces to, to study further and that is about a two-hour flight away just for for reference um so I was in this new town. I didn't know anyone. I was on my own, no family, no support system. And then a couple of months into it, my brother back home unexpectedly passed away. He was in a car accident. Um, and that just broke me. Mm. It broke me. I didn't. Like at the time, I didn't realize what was going on. Like looking back, I'm like, how didn't you realize you were falling into this deep depression? But I was crying myself to sleep. When I woke up in the morning, I cried. Um, I would get ready for work and I would drive to work crying. And then when I got to the parking lot, I would sit in the car and I need to take like 10 to 15 minutes to compose myself and to put a mask on to pretend that everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And this went on for about six months. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I, you know, I just fell into a deeper and deeper depression. And eventually, one of my colleagues at work pulled me aside and she said, Monica, I can see you're struggling and and do you realize that the workplace offers free therapy? And I think you could use some help. And at first I was shocked because I thought I was doing such a good job putting on my mask yes. every day. Clearly yes. I wasn't. Um, but I reached a stage where I was I was just desperate for, for any help. And 
So I contacted the therapist and made an appointment. <laughs> and at my first appointment, all I could do was sit in her office and cry. Just what I could me. do was cry. <laughs> just cry. I just cried. Mm -hmm. And that was probably for the first <laughs> three or four sessions. I just cried. Um, but eventually we reached a, a spot where, you know, she got through to me and I could start talking about everything I'd been going through. And she did in the end refer me to a psychiatrist. I needed to go on medication, which was another battle for me because I, up until that point, always felt I can do everything on my own. I've got yes. this. I'm, I'm independent. I'm strong. I don't need help. And it was a bitter pull to swallow, excuse the pun, um, to accept the fact that I needed help. But I'm so glad that I did do that because um, it's now years later and I'm doing, yeah, it, look, it took years to get over that, um, but it was absolutely a journey um, to get better and Without the therapy as well as the medication, I did both. I don't think I would be here today. I really don't. Yeah, you know, I feel exactly what you're saying. I I feel what you're saying because you're. I feel like you felt like me. You had gotten to the point where you just knew that you could not fix yourself. You could not make it better. You couldn't change anything, and you needed help. And I think you were so full like me because as soon as I sat down, I just bust out crying. I couldn't control it. It was almost like walking in her office. Um, it felt like a safe place where I could just unload. Even if I couldn't do it in words, I could. I just did it through my tears and she could feel how much pain I was in. And another thing that you said, I think is so important. I know as people of color, if we go to therapy and the therapist says to us, we want to put you on medication, that is going to be the biggest stop sign that you have received because it's like, no, I'm not going on any medication. You just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But then there's times that you need it. And one of the things that I liked about my therapist is that she was so open and honest with me. And she shared about herself. And she said that at one point in her time, she had to go on medication. It was just for a short period of time until she was able to get some things taken care of so that when she came off of the medication, that she would be in a better position to deal with whatever came next. And she says, so many people are so turned off by medication, but I've talked to people who've actually gone on it and it was a great tool for them. And it sounds like it was a great tool for you to help like unscramble your brain. That was the way that she puts it, you know, it's just unscrambles it so you can think clearly. Is that what it was for you? Yes, but it, yes, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, it takes a bit of time, the medication. Like at first, your brain is really foggy. <laughs> mm -hmm. But once it starts working, it really is like the fog lifts and suddenly you can see everything a lot more clearly than you could before. So has something else happened to you where you just 
thought or you felt like you were getting a little bit? Because I think when you and I did our um, meet and greet, we were talking about, you were talking about moms and I'm not a mother. So I can only imagine what happens when you become a mom, especially a first time mom, or if you have multiple children, because that's like, that's carrying a whole house. <laughs> if you're a mom, a wife, you have a job and you have more than one child, that's you literally carrying a house on your shoulders. Yes, now I, I was pregnant. I was about eight months pregnant when the pandemic hit and lockdown mm. happened. And so I gave birth during um, level five lockdown. That was not fun. And as you can imagine, everybody thinks the birth of their baby would be a joyous occasion. People would come streaming and saying hi. And I couldn't have any of that. And unfortunately, not just the the well wishes, I also didn't get the support I had wanted from um, people around me. Because I knew I had a mental health issue, I had put a lot of things in place. Like I had a doula, midwife. Um, I told people around me kind of signs to watch out for and I I couldn't there, there could be no one around me to help me and that was quite frustrating and I just remember this one night my I was struggling with breastfeeding and it was like two o'clock in the morning and my baby was just crying and I didn't know what was wrong I had checked his diaper, he was fed, he uh, he was just crying. And I sat with him on my chest and I just burst out crying. Mm -hmm. And the two of us were just sitting on the couch, <laughs> just bawling our eyes out. I, think I was just so tired, so exhausted at my end of my rope, you know, trying to do everything I can on my own Um my husband just rushed in there and he was like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh now, but at the time that was a real turning point for me. And I realized, no, 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 I need to, I need to back up the cart a little bit and, and just, um, you know, get the help I needed. So yeah, I um, reached out to my therapist and psychiatrist again and, and actually saw them sooner than what I had anticipated especially because of COVID it was a little bit difficult to go and see them but you know I made the time <laughs> I realized I had to yeah so what advice would you give um, again I'm not a mom so um, I'm sure that I have listeners that are moms or, you know, that may be going through something. What advice would you give them, you know, when they first, if you can think back to when it first started, like when you first started to have those feelings, not when you got to the point where you burst out crying, you know, because I wish that I, the first time I saw the infomercial at church, I wish I had a signed up and went to therapy then, but it wasn't, it was probably two months later, you know, and by, in that two months, it got worse. It got to the point where I had suicidal thoughts, you know? Yeah. So what advice would you give someone, a, a, a new mom or, you know, just someone in general? I think the important thing is to remember that you are not supposed to be doing everything and that you can and should ask for help 
and not only should you ask for help you should accept the help and that means that allowing the other person to help in their way meaning especially if you've got a baby not everybody's going to do everything exactly the way you would and that's okay your baby will be fine (laughs) (laughs) but if you hover over them if you try and micromanage um, it will backfire because then you're still doing everything even though you might not be physically doing it you need to let go of the mental load as well so ask for help but then accept the help and let them do it that is so I love that second part that you said is to accept the help to accept it because we think as women we're super women you know we're superman we can do oh no 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 I got it oh no 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 it's fine and especially your husbands and you know your spouse your friends and your family, they may not do it the way you would do it, but as long as it gets done, it doesn't matter because you don't have to do it. And I'm talking to myself to a certain extent because there was a time where I really did need help, but I was so embarrassed that I had gotten myself in this particular situation. So when help was offered to me, I'm like, oh no, I can figure it out. I got it. And I went like two weeks literally stressing out about a situation when there was someone who wanted and, you know, just offered to help me. I didn't have to go through that two weeks. It was there for me. And then I circled around. I'm like, you know what? Yes, please help me because I can't do this. I've tried to figure it out and I just can't do it. So at the end of my um, story, the story that we talked about, um, Therapy Works, I always share my thoughts about the story and I ask questions. So you and I are going to answer these questions, which I love doing this because I love to hear other people's um, answers. I know what my answer is going to be, but you know, to hear someone else's. So the first question is, what do you think about therapy? Are you for it or against it? Why, why not? And I think we covered that, but if you want to answer it again, you can. Yes, no, I look, I think therapy is essential. And I think even if you don't knowingly suffer from a mental illness, therapy is really good for you. It it's so liberating to have this impartial third party that you mm. can just go and vent to, unload on, um, and someone that can give you impartial advice. Um, it's really, really worthwhile. So yes, definitely I think therapy is worthwhile. I'm for it as well. And I love what you just said, because I agree having someone there that is partial, you know, you don't have to worry about them being one side or the other side, someone that you can just be free of no judgment. And that, that somebody really, I love the way my therapist was so compassionate. She never blamed me. I never felt like I was blamed for anything. You know, I never thought that it was my fault. You know, she just helped me to think about it in a different way. So I am 100% like wholeheartedly for it. The next question is, if you've gone to therapy, which we both have, did it work? And of course it did. (laughs) And I think also that we would go back to therapy if we need it. Yes, for sure. I actually still continue to see my therapist at least once every six weeks. I've decided that's just something I need in my life. And uh, it's also a type of preventative measure, you know, 
make sure I don't fall back into depression again because it has unfortunately become a part of my life. So what was the difference between the therapist and your psychologist? I mean, I know that the jobs are different, but I figured if you go to a therapist, then they can help you. But what does the psychologist do that the therapist can't do? So it's um, psychiatrist. So the, the therapist or psychologist is someone that you would just talk to and see regularly and, you know, just talk through your problems. That's the normal therapist, I think, that people refer to. Um, a psychiatrist is someone that can prescribe medication. Now that I think about it, it may be a South African thing. It, maybe it's different in the States. Um but over here, there's a, there's a division. So the psychiatrist does listen to you and they do know your story, but they are more kind of medical. They've, they've done medical training, they're doctors. Um, whereas the therapist or psychologist um, was just trained in psychology and is there to help you work through your issues. Okay. I see. One is the more medical part of it. Okay. I see That's it now because I've never had to go to a psychologist before, so I can't speak on what they do. But of course, I went to therapy before and I know what they do. So I just want to know a little bit about what the difference, just in case someone's out there and they're like, well, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they would know. But I really have enjoyed this interview. You know, I, I love um, doing interviews like this because I like the fact that you and I are totally different people. We live in two different parts of the world, but we've gone through similar to the same thing and that we both realize that therapy really does work. So tell us where we can get in touch with you. You know, if you have a book, if you have anything going on, if someone wants to reach out to you and say, hey, I've, you know, I'm going through the same thing. I have questions. I want to talk to you. Please tell us where we can get in touch with you. Sure. Um, I'm on Instagram at, at mon.malan um, or my website is newmom.co.za. And if you want some positive affirmations to help you when the going gets tough, you can go to uh, newmom.co.za forward slash my affirmations. Oh, perfect. So I will make sure I have all that information in the description um, so that, you know, they can go in and click on and be able to reach out to you. And I think, um, are the affirmations for everyone or are they um, geared towards moms? Moms. It's it's more geared towards moms. Okay, perfect. So I just want them to hear when you click on it, it's going to be about moms. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Um, again, I just thank you for taking the time you know, to come and talk to us and just help us to know that therapy works, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. This has really been fun. Yes. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.